Now, from the Penrod Hall Studios, welcome to The Cowboy and the Bouncer, the podcast that makes you tick, transform, invest, and commit for the benefit of your kingdom, where the hosts are both excited and proud to continue bringing to you the online adventures of The Cowboy and the Bouncer. The Cowboy is well-grounded in the arts of tending fields, mending fences, and taking care of livestock, but he's also transversing the digital world. By learning new skills as it is now done in the wild west world of the internet, where he is applying his no-nonsense view of the world to internet marketing and sharing tales around the comfort of the virtual fire pit. The bouncer used to get paid to control crowds, but now he works as an affiliate marketer. Along the way, he tries helping others on their affiliate marketing journey, and he also is learning new skills daily and helps others on their make money online journey by providing suggestions and services other online entrepreneurs are looking for as he strives to become an online entrepreneur full-time himself. Together, they travel and share the vast fields of the internet, sharing ideas and stories from their own experience as well as others. So grab a cup of coffee from the camp coffee pot, pull up a log, sit around the virtual fire pit, and get ready to hear the ongoing ventures of the cowboy and the bouncer. Our people, our tribe, our producers, what's good? It's another edition of The Cowboy and the Bouncer. I am The Cowboy, and joining me next to the virtual fire, as always, and I'm so happy to have him by my side every time we do this. So blessed to have this man in my life, The Cowboy. Tom, how are you? I'm fantastic, and I just want to remind you, I know how great I am, but you <laughs> are The Bouncer, okay? And just re- I just don't want you to forget that. <laughs> So you're the bouncer. I'm the cowboy, and it's so much fun to be here with you today. And it, we're, I'm so excited. In fact, in fact, what you just did is it tells me it reminds me of our topic for the day, which is do not make the same mistake twice. Yes, don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> How many times have we done it in our life? Probably several, right? It is always yes. It's been it's it's a it's an ongoing thing, and we continue to make. We continue to make mistakes, and one of the best things about making mistakes is it's a great way to learn good, solid lessons. I love how we're always in sync, because I was just going to say the same thing. It's okay to make mistakes as long as you actually learn from them and move on. Exactly. That's that's the purpose of it, because fear of making a mistake is going to drive you well, we used to have them. I don't think we do anymore. Insane asylums, but uh, <laughs> you can't. You got to give them up. I mean, you, you got to get past that fear of making a mistake, um, because you will. I mean, that's what that's what life's all about is making mistakes. Make the make a mistake, go forward. Make another mistake, go forward. Um, just do our best. And I'm I'm terrible at making the same mistake more than once. But uh, that's kind of the goal in life is to make a mistake and learn from it and move on and. And uh, don't make that same mistake again. 
It is part of the journey, isn't it? And you know, it is. some of our uh, listeners and producers, they've actually um, heard some of this story, or at least a fear of or how to uh, help control the fear in a previous podcast. And I would recommend anybody uh, to go ahead and listen to that one as well, because they had a lot of good nuggets in it as well. But this one is going to be more, like you said, the, the, the fear of, I don't want to say failure, the fear of making a mistake in general can and often does produce a paralyzing effect on someone, you know, especially when, you know, our, our channel is a lot about affiliate marketing and mindset, money, money concepts and stuff. So, I mean, just, we're going to tie this all together with that, obviously. But um, so a lot of people get into affiliate marketing. There is huge potential in affiliate marketing. But you have to be consistent, you have to take action, and you have to continue to plow through those days when you are so afraid of making a mistake that you end up doing nothing. See, as you go day by day, you have a consistency, even if you're only doing 15 minutes a day towards your business. And, you know, obviously, the more energy and time you spend into your business and put into it, the more you get out of it, both... uh, financially and you know as well as overall growth is strictly dependent upon the time and energy you put into it but even if you just put in 50 minutes a day towards it and have a consistency to doing so it will continue to snowball so the next time you have to do 15 minutes is going to be more effective the next day you do 15 minutes to a half hour is going to be even more effective what I'm saying here is if you consistently work on your project or work on your business every day, you are going to see that it multiplies by a power as you continue to put energy towards it because it snowballs when you're consistent. But what happens is you have a fear of making a mistake or you have a fear of something not working. So you don't do anything. And um, I, I, I'll relate to you the uh, story that I, I had last night. Well, I worked my butt off last night on a whole new thing through AWeber, and it looked really cool. And I even got a link from AWeber into a new domain that I created with a subdomain of it. So I had uh, um, moneymountainmike.com. I have that website now, mm-hmm. that domain. Okay. Good. And I actually created a subdomain called let's go moneymountainmike.com. Yeah. Let's, let's go dot whatever, right? Sure, sure. So I connected that with AWeber and I created the whole, because what was happening, the reason I was doing it is because I was getting upset that uh, the my page of links, when you went to it from TikTok, it gave you a security warning. Right. And I'm like, that ain't going to freaking work. No one's going to go there. So I had to get rid of it as soon as possible. So I was like, well, I could do it tomorrow or I could just get it done tonight. Uh-huh. So I worked on it all tonight or last night. Got a beautiful page set up in AWeber. All ready to go. I can use an AWeber address, but I was, you know, trying to get it to the subdomain. And I had to get into our server. Uh, and for some reason... My sub-admin password, ID and password wasn't working in our server. Oh, so, oh, no. 
I got a hold of Dean about 10.30 last night, and I was like, I need to get into the server, and my shit ain't working. And uh, so he just he gave me the ultimate admin password, admin and password, and we he asked what I was doing. I was telling him, he's like, oh, okay, cool. So I went in and created a C name for the subdomain and everything else. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everything looked great, except for some reason, and I don't know why. I could not get the physical page to connect to. I could get Aweber to connect to the subdomain, and it was all oh. updated through all the DNS systems, but I couldn't get that page to go there. I'm like, hmm. man. So then I went back and took a look at the original one and tried to figure out why is it giving a security certificate. That's because they don't have their security certificate set up for the HTTPS. On their domain, so I changed the address from. This is and this is those things that are frustrating as an internet marketer. All I had to do was take the original one, save myself four hours plus, and get rid of the S on the HTTPS, so it's not looking for security certificate. Oh my! Well, use the same address without the S, and boom. There you go. So don't make the same mistakes twice. Right. And so the moral of that story is if I had a continued fear that this is going to fail, I wouldn't have spent four plus hours on it. I just would have gave up, right? And then I wouldn't have the results that I have, which is what I really needed, a place for people to be able to utilize all my stuff, contact me, and get help. So, yes, it was frustrating. Yes, I had a fear of making a mistake. However, I pushed through it. You know, well, I think we're at the stage, and I say we're, I say you and I, cowboy, we're at the stage that it's not so much that we don't have fears, we just don't care anymore. (laughs) Well, and and we move towards that fear. We've learned the lesson of moving towards it, and it's like with with uh, you know building building an audience and 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 building a following. we found out that there, you know, we've, we've constantly battled with that fear of spending money to pay for ads and spending money to, to help promote our, to build, to find customers. But in all reality, that's probably one of the mis- biggest mistakes that we made along this whole path was not in spending, investing in, in courses and education, which truly helps ourselves. But, also slowed our progress in that we weren't out searching for or out in investing in finding clients. I'd like to explore that just a little more if you would allow me to. Certainly, please do. So we talked about don't make the same mistake twice. That's the theme of this podcast tonight. And the reason is that so many people, I, I want to I talk to our people who are in our producers who are just starting out as affiliate marketers and some who have done this for a little while and now are at the point of being frustrated. Okay. I want to go through a cycle, which I think generally most affiliate marketers that are starting out tend to go through. So you hear about affiliate marketing, you see all the potential that's there you hear from people who are making a living or making at least a side hustle or making extra money, whatever that target is that is for you, um, 
you know, that's what attracts you. It could be that you just want to make a couple hundred extra a month to pay on some credit card bills. It could be that you hate your job. It could be that you want to create a new career. It could be you're retiring and just looking at doing something and being, being financially paid for doing it, you know, but whatever that drive is to get you to do it, you join affiliate marketing, you know, you, you may be introduced to a course and you buy the course and you are super excited and you start the course, you start the training, you know, and you put the time in for it. And depending on the length of the training and what it's about and how it's presented, actually will, your first course is going to dictate, I believe, what, how you approach everything moving forward. So here's what typically happens in my humble opinion. You buy the course. It's a big course. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of words you're not used to. You go through the video, you understand what's going on in the video as you watch the video, but when you go on to the next video, somehow the stuff you just learned previously kind of starts to fade away already. You may have to hear a word over and over a few times. You start to understand that there's more to this than just getting a link and dropping somewhere, right? People start talking about autoresponders, landing pages, funnels, um, return on investment, Organic uh, traffic, paid traffic, social media traffic, all these things start hitting you at once. You're like, oh, man, there's a whoa, lot to learn to this. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you say after landing pages? Uh, social marketing? Oh, uh, funnels. funnels. Yeah, yeah. Funnels. Oh, and, then, and then what? And then what? And then what? <laughs> so, social marketing media okay. and, and learning how to... So my mind my mind was blown at landing. I apologize for interrupting, but, but uh, like I said, my mind was blown at landing pages and we're already... Oh, <laughs> uh, I just... I just you know, that is one of the biggest fears that, that we have to overcome is, okay, what, how, okay, so we just, how do we make a landing page? And how does that right. turn into a funnel? Right. And all that. And, and, and uh, it reminds me of the, uh, you know, I don't know if you're, you're young enough to remember, old enough to remember the Tom Hanks movie with uh, Gina Davis called the, uh, the, the girl, League of Our Own with the mm -hmm. girl baseball players. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and what did Gina Davis say? What did Tom Hanks say to Gina Davis when she came to him and said, but I just want to give up. This is too hard. What did he say? There's no crying in baseball. Oh, no, no. That's, 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 <laughs> that was, that was when, that was when the girl out in left field dropped the ball. Oh, <laughs> but, but the other, what, what Gina Davis said, it was too hard. Tom Hanks said, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, if it was easy, everybody would do it and everybody would be great at it. Yeah. So okay. that's this I one agree. of the things neat about affiliate marketing is, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, and there's a lot of people that tell the lie that, hey, this is an easy way to make a living. But I'm going to promise you and you and I will both attest to it. It's not easy. It's worth it. Don't get me wrong. It is mm -hmm. very much worth it. But it is not easy. And when you bite into that course and get down that first step and get to that landing page and you say, okay, so how, now how do I do that? Take the time and learn how. 
and then take the next step and learn how to build that funnel. Those are the, those are the things. And you were going to make mistakes. You're going to screw it up. I don't care who you are. Well, I shouldn't say that because you are most of the, if they're like you and not me, if they're like, like the bouncer and not Tom, the cowboy, uh, the odds are a lot better that you're going to master landing pages in a hurry and, mm. and funnels and funnels. But Tom is a, I'm a, I'm a shoot off from the hip kind of guy. And, and if I don't make it work the first time, I have a tough time getting back in the saddle and doing it again. But, uh, you know, but you got to do that. Keep doing it because every time and the, the can staying consistent with it, is going to help because you're going to make mistakes. And we talk about only making that first mistake. Don't make the same mistake twice. I think you also got to keep in mind that there's a lot of times in this tech, when you're doing the technical work, when you're doing the, the software work and doing the, the creation work that you're going to make that same mistake several times until you finally figure out, Oh, that's how they did that. Or that's how it works. And, uh, and then it's going to say, wow, I should have done that the first time. So, but you can, you can do it, but it's not, there's nothing easy and there is no crying in baseball, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me or, go. or affiliate marketing. There's no cry. There's no crying in affiliate marketing. Okay. So listen, let me go back just for a second. Uh, and I appreciate your, your vote of confidence in me. And the thing is mechanically, I guess you're correct only because I come from the world of computer science. I am a uh, network engineer, and I and it was years ago that I did this. But I understand the, the computer size mechanics of it. So yes, I can might be able to more quickly learn how to put something together than you. However, the advantage you have over me is your ability to produce copy, where. I'm still mechanical on copy and you're, you're more emotional, but going back to our original thing of, of making mistakes, you're going to go through, you know, this, this thing, and you're going to hear about all these different things. And you realize that the program that you bought, it, it touches on these the subjects, but you're just not, you know, you go through the section that says, this is what a landing page is. A landing page is something that is created to collect an email and move your customer through a funnel so that, you're, uh, you're pre-warming the customer up for the actual sales page to your affiliate link, as well as collecting an email for your database, right? That's what a landing page technically is. It doesn't tell you how to do one. It doesn't tell you where you could create it. it doesn't tell you what software it is. So now here's where the, I think the biggest mistake number one comes. And one of the things that I'd like to underline, emphasize, highlight, uh, whatever word you want to attach to this, this is, this is an important point, okay? You've gone through that program. They've talked about a landing page, but they've touched on it and not really taught you how to do it. So now, in your mind, you need to invest in yourself, and that's never a bad thing. But now you're looking for something that teaches you what, really how to do a landing page. And so you look for someone out there who's, doing a program showing you how to do a landing page and funnels and you buy that program. And in that program, you may find something that they touch on a subject, but they don't go in deep enough. So you can buy another program. And before you know it, you get into a cycle of what we call the shiny object syndrome. And the shiny object syndrome is starts with that, but it gets worse 
when you buy a program, you go through the program, you do what you're being told to do, you work the program, you keep working it, and you're not seeing results. So now you want to find a program that shows you results. So you have that shiny object syndrome again. You go look for a uh, program that shows you results. You buy that program. You go through that. You do what it tells you to do. And every program, every system out there is valid in a certain way that it, it, it is valid for the subject in which it's touched upon. But there's very few out there that really takes you from point A to point B and every every nuance and every turn and curve and and everything that goes in between point A and point B. So you tend to have a, uh, a, a process of starting affiliate marketing, getting into a program, buying another program, buying another program, then start looking for programs that actually produce results, buying another program, buying another program. And this is one of the mistakes that you and I were talking about the other night that we both went through. Yes, yes. We, and again, there is nothing wrong with training there's nothing wrong with self-investment and actually we encourage you to do so because that's how you grow but the mistake that we're going to underline or highlight right there is that in our opinion instead of continuing to buy program after program you start looking at ways to do two things because really in affiliate marketing there's two things you need to focus on every day. And if you don't focus on these two things every day, it's going to be harder to succeed. Not saying you can't, we're saying that it makes it a lot, hell of a lot easier if you focus on these two things. And that's traffic and building your asset of an email list. Those two things should be focused on every day. What yes. we did in the past, and we think, I wouldn't necessarily call it a mistake, but now that we understand, we're trying to share with you not to make the same error. <laughs> right. Right. Is to keep buying into all these products when your real focus should be traffic and building your asset of an email right. list. Everything else is important, but can be done. There's no lack of products. You can find products everywhere. Doesn't matter what niche you're in. You can find products, so that's not an issue. If you have a desire or a a love to, I don't know, tropical fish, I'm sure there's a way to affiliate, not necessarily live tropical fish, but all the other accessories that go with it, right? Oh, by far. By absolutely certain. I'm certain that you could buy every – you could have a, have a, have a list of – Tanks and oxygen oxygenators and all of the how to man, how to manage the water. Yes, all of that. I, I'm confident of that. Everything short of the live fish, right? And then you possibly live fish, but it doesn't necessarily seem moralistically correct to me. But anyways, <laughs> um, shipping shipping a live fish through the mail just doesn't seem right. But my my point is more. <laughs> My point is more that it's, it's not the product. You're always going to be able to find products to affiliate for. So that exactly. is what you need to concentrate on. It's not, um, 
um, which social media you're going to use because theoretically you can focus on any direct social media and master it and get eventually have it, you know, even organically have enough to produce traffic in. Okay. So it's not even that it's not, uh, sometimes you, you think you need a website. You don't necessarily need a website, you know, it just, the things you need to focus on and quit focusing on the newest, greatest, latest thing is your traffic, whether it's organic or paid. You know, a lot of people start off with organic and work their way to paid. A lot of people say, I'm never going to do paid. I'm always going to do organic. A lot of people say, I'm never, never going to look at organic. I'm going to do all paid. In my opinion, I think the cowboy would agree. Most people are going to start out organically and eventually end up having a mix of organic and paid. Yes. And, and most people, if you talk to them, will say, well, I tried paid and I spent a lot of money at it and it didn't work for me. And I can agree with that. I can, I can understand that completely. But again, it's another one of those learning curve things. And I, it's like, and then, so you go back to organic, and organic is great as long as it, but you, you know, that you spend, so you spend a lot of time working on organic traffic, and sometimes paid traffic is, is worth it. And it's just a, but the key is, is that you're generating traffic and send and get and building that asset, building that email list so that right. you have the, the, have the customer base to present your products to. Regardless. That's the, the product. Yes. Regardless, if you choose organic or traffic or do a little bit of both, that's that's the goal. And that's the second point. If you are producing traffic and it's not collecting emails for you for an asset to, to sell in the future, you are creating a fatal flaw. Let me quickly try to explain as to why this is. If I'm a beginning an affiliate and Tom says, hey, I got a product for you. Here's your affiliate link. Go ahead and sell sell my product. And I go out there and I say, hey, you guys got to try this product from the Cowboys. It's the best thing since sliced cheese. And I'm doing this on social media and I'm, I'm doing it. I might even do Facebook ads and put my link in there for Tom's greatest product, right? And maybe I make a, a sale or two. Maybe I make 20 sales. But the problem is this. I know that Tom, the Cowboy, has been through this game before. So when he built his landing page slash sales funnel for his product, somewhere they collect an email address. So I'm sending Tom traffic. He's collecting email list. Now, 5,000 people, half of them, 50% of them actually sign up on an email. He just got 2,500 people on his email list that he can say, okay, here's my newest, latest, and greatest product six months from now where I'm going to go back and say, okay, cowboy, can I have another link to sell your second product? And he's going to say, sure. Because thank you. All I'm doing is building his asset as well as selling product for him. Now I'm not saying that Tom, the cowboy is a bad person for doing this. I'm saying you as an affiliate marker are missing a step that you need to stop, consider and redo any traffic that you create. You should be building that asset in some form or another. If you're not building an asset, you should at least be building a relationship. But I, 
nine times out of ten, I'm going to say build the build the asset. There are a time where building a relationship may be more important because networking is very important, as, as Tom found out mm-hmm. this last oh, yes. weekend. But most of the time, you want to build that asset. Those are the two major. I won't say this. Those are the two mistakes you don't want to repeat. If you're no, if you're doing... you you do not. You want to you want to have that traffic flowing as best as you can, and every chance you get, that's that's the number one step. Every time you get a new product, you or or find a product, you might you might be really really excited about it and want to offer it to your customers as fast as you can. But take the time and build the build the foundation to send to ask people to join your list because then you've got the asset. And then if, because that product doesn't work out as well as you thought it would, you can always find the next, the next better thing. So there's two other things I want to add to that. The shiny object syndrome, stay away from it. You'll end up spending, I mean, it starts off with $29 here, $49 there, $99 there. 159, 149. Next thing you know, you're paying 1999. You're paying 2500. Yes, you're paying yes. 5000. You know, so that's you know, stay away from the shiny object. But I will give it this caveat, and that is because your focus daily should be traffic and building your asset. Traffic and building your asset. Traffic. And building your asset, I had to repeat that three times to get it into your head. That's what you should be doing daily, traffic and building your asset. So if you are looking at purchasing some kind of product that you're doing self-investment in for training, they should be somehow tied to what? Traffic. Traffic and. And building an asset. Asset. So if you're finding products to say, you know, this is this is a a new way to produce organic traffic through a certain social media, as long as you're not spending five thousand dollars on that, if you know, it might be worth forty nine dollars, so that you can learn how to organically force your traffic out of a social media platform into your landing page, collecting your asset. That is worth. In my opinion, that might be worth purchasing because you're increasing your knowledge about your traffic and your asset. Exactly. Because otherwise, what's happening is people are saying, okay, I got a link. I'm going to send 5,000 people. I have, you know, maybe 10, 15 sales, whatever. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out of the air. But again, going back to that scenario, I'm sending them to Tom. He's collecting their email addresses. I do that two or three times. He's got an email list of, you know, 10,000 people from me. Meanwhile, I'm still struggling to make a sale. Next time he creates a product, he does one email of 10,000 people. Guess what? He might get 100 sales. Yes. Because he built the asset. That's why it's so important not to make this mistake twice. I'm going to repeat that. It is so important for you not to make this mistake twice. Your concentration to help you succeed as an affiliate marketer 
should be traffic and building your asset. What do you think? I you're you're dead on, and because the traffic is where where we make our earning. That's where we earn our, our living. And and investing in traffic to me was one is one of the biggest biggest mistakes that I made. The failure to invest in traffic was one of the biggest mistakes that I've made in my whole journey through this affiliate marketing thing. And until very recently, um, learning that how important it is to to invest in in finding clients and and building clientele. Because you can't build a relationship with somebody if you don't know them or don't get a chance to meet them. Mm-hmm. And once you get a chance to meet them, then we can build the relationship. Then you can send the the story, tell the stories, and and build the relationship with the through the emails. And that email, having that as your having a product or having a way to ask people for your, their email, that's your asset. So if TikTok or Facebook or Twitter decides to de-platform, throw you out, you've still got your email. They aren't going to take that away from you. Very important point. You can have 1.2 million followers on Facebook in your group. You can have 1.5 million followers on TikTok, but if both those platforms going away, how many people do you have in your email asset? Because if you say none, you just lost everything. Right. 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 Exactly. And it's a, it's a really big deal. It's a, it's a really big deal because we've seen it happen before we've, we've seen it happen on, on just on our minor scale mm-hmm. to have, to have be shut out of plat out of the platform for a little while. And so it's, it, and it can happen to somebody that has a big, big following. So you own that list and that list is it's the, the email, your email customers are the basis of your business. And it goes back 25 years in this business. If you can take it back to when, when Michael was building networks, um, computer networks and things like that. And when you, if you take it all the way back to then, I mean, 25, 26 years ago, that, that was how people built, their marketing empires that they have today. <clears throat> and, Sorry about uh, that. and so, so that, but they're the, they're our case history. They're the people that we say, look it back at and say, so we can look at those people and say, Hey, it can be done. You can make this business work, but you have to do it the right way. And the right way is with traffic and an asset called an email list. And with those two things, that's the key. Those are the keys. I'm going to go old school here. I'm going to show my age, maybe show our age. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I mean, if we want to boil this down to the reality is this email list that you're creating as an asset is, is, is no different than a modern version of direct marketing. So I don't know if you remember, uh, I'm sure you would. Some of the, some of our listeners and producers and our, our people are, are probably too young to remember this, but there was a company called Columbia House and they did 
uh, at the time, records and cassette tapes. Uh, CDs weren't even available when they started. I'm not even sure cassette tapes were actually, well, I think cassettes is where they started off with a major push. But they would give you, and they were putting them in magazines, they were putting advertisements in um, uh, newspapers, uh, they were putting advertisements in uh, sales flyers that are going throughout the mail. Now, I want you to correlate this with modern times. So the newspapers, the magazines, the direct mailings, the coupon books, all of them can correlate directly today with the social media platforms and other platforms, Reddit and stuff like that, where, you know, now we don't have newspaper. I mean, we have newspapers, but everybody gets their stuff on the internet, right? So you have blogs now instead of newspapers. You have, well, I guess blogs is more correlative to a magazine than a newspaper, but <clears throat> article is more like a newspaper. And direct mailing is your email list, right? So this is not a new concept at all. This is a concept that has been around forever. This goes back to, <laughs> Cowboy's going to laugh at this. This goes back to when you used to get a, a magazine or a, a catalog from Sears or JCPenney that was like, you know, three, four inches thick that had every product that these guys had. Yeah. And I would yeah. send them out every fall in September so that you would order something for Christmas and then keep it after Christmas to order stuff for your spring on the farm. And then... <laughs> invariably in the summer it would probably become toilet paper for the outhouse because you knew you're getting another one <laughs> right <laughs> in the yeah. fall yeah. And you know, right yeah and and one of the, i mean and just to correlate that to this season what that we're in right now the christmas catalog when that came that was one of the biggest days of the year when you mm -hmm. got that sears and roebuck christmas catalog i mean that was that was huge that was huge. We spent hours mining through that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like today when kids go on Amazon TikTok or, or TikTok or any other yeah. place about Amazon, especially or those any of those places where they have merchandise to sell, and it's just like you know they're picking out. They see stuff. I mean, it's like we should have that, Mom. We got Grandma. We need this, and. Uh, you know, it's the same kind of, it's the whole, it's the whole same process. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what we do is make offers and that's how we make offers through the email. And, and then uh, let me, and let me do this too. Let me equate this to it. Cause this will make this make perfect sense to everybody. So why, why are you collecting emails for an asset for a database? Well, obviously, so you could sell it to them in the, in the future or communicate with them in the future. Right. So this is a modern day version of, and they're still out there today, but they were more prevalent in the 70s and 80s. Hey, here's a piece of paper and a pen. Write down your name, your address, and your telephone number, and put it in this box for an opportunity to buy to uh, win the prize, whatever the prize is. You know, it could be a set of uh, cooking pans. It could be an iron, I mean, whatever the, the thing is. Yeah. Hey, would you like this really nice set of knives? Give me your name, address, and telephone number, and put it in the box and you might have an opportunity to win these nice. Well, that is no different than a landing page collecting emails because exactly. what you're doing is creating a database of people's names and phone numbers and addresses and say, Hey, I'm really sorry you didn't win the nice. However, 
I am having a sale for everybody who actually put their name in to win the nice at a 40% discount of the normal price. Would you be interested in it? And that can be a phone call or that could be an actual piece of physical mail back then. Now it's an email. So see how this, this, it just hasn't changed. It's all about the distribution of marketing. And then, so let's summarize this, bring it right back. These are the things that have been around for longer than probably most people listening to this podcast has been. It's the way businesses run. And it's the thing that we want to emphasize, especially on tonight's podcast. Do not make the same mistake twice. Make sure you're focusing on your traffic and building your asset, the email. Whew. That was good. That is. Tell you what. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Do we need to add ending there? I take a breath. I, was I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we need anything. I. I. I think we can just. I think we'll just end at the woo. <laughs> I really do. I think we just end with the woo. Um, So is it me or is it, you know, I have this, I don't know if it's a belief that's true or just something in my mind. When I'm able to be alone, nobody else in the house like this, like this time frame, I'm able to pace and think as I talk. I have more energy. I have more. Uh, listenability, I think, is the word I'm looking for. If, they, if that's a word, yeah, it is now. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. You know, it. It today was good. I, I'll, I'll, I, I credit it to time of day. I credit it to having a few, a few hours to think about the process, the project, and it's a good project. I mean, it's a good, it's a thing. I mean, it's, it's a thing we battle every day. It's just like what you said last night. I mean, just the, you spent four hours and you could have, if you'd have just, just looked at, at it from a different perspective, it would have took you 15 minutes to fix. Yeah, so, it wouldn't even take that long. All I had to do yeah, is drop the freaking yeah. S off the HTTP. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, but you learn, you, but know, you, learn okay. you learned a lesson that you'll never forget. So there you go. Right. Um, you know, and so that's, these are some of these lessons that we'll never forget. And, and that's, that's the kind of, the, that's the key. That's the whole point behind it. I no, I think it, I like, I, I like doing it this time of day by far um, because we're fresher and sharper and uh, paying a little more closer attention to what we're doing. Um, but I, yeah, no, I think it's, I think we, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's good, good. Um, Okay, now, um, you're on your phone. I am. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna try. I'd like to try an experiment. If you got a little time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is your laptop handy? Yeah. Um, Give me a second. I uh, say. Well, the reason I ask is is because what I'd like to try and do is record podcast on laptop and do TikTok live on the phone and and see if we could make that work so like we could do okay, I watched, so the recording audio is coming from the laptop then or from the live I, I don't 
I, what I, the, the, the podcast would be on the laptop. Okay. And then we would, we'd technically we'd be doing the same audio both places. It would be on TikTok and on, and on podcast. And I watched Rachel Peterson do it. She does it, but she does it by herself. Okay. And so she, she pulls up, I don't know what she does her podcast on, on what system or what method, but she has does her podcast on her laptop and she does her live on her phone. And it's kind of like I watched, I watched other people do their face, do a Facebook live and a TikTok live on, you know, do the Facebook live on, on their full laptop and do their, their, their TikTok live off their phone. And I was just, I was just curious if we could, I was just tech, I, I'm, I'm trying to test technician stuff. I mean, I just like, let's test this and see, can we make a podcast live or a podcast recording and do a TikTok live, even if all we do is just pop on and pop Mother out card. just gotcha. long enough to, just long enough to say we, we made a record, you know, we could do it. Um, okay. and that, that would be so, our test. I mean, that's, so that's what I was thinking. So I, we're going to get off here and you're going to resend me a yes. new one and I'm going to, I'll send you a new link my, and I'll do yeah, it on my laptop. Right. And then, and then, then, and then, then we'll log into Right. And then I'll ask to join and we'll do it that way. Yep. Let's try that. See how okay. that works. See, but see, we can make it technically work. And we'll, in fact, we're just, we'll just say, we're practicing our podcast, <coughs> our podcast and live situation. We can, okay. you know, that's, that's the honesty of TikTok. Right. That's the honesty of TikTok. Okay. So I'll do that. I'll, I'll close this out. I'll send you a new link and uh, I'll open up, we'll open up TikTok and we'll see what happens. Okay. All righty. Here we go. See you in a bit. Love you. Yep. Love you too. Hey everybody, what's good? We hope you've been enjoying the podcast and really getting some value from it. We'd like to take a moment to express some gratitude to our sponsor, AutomatedAffiliateSales.com, who helps keep this podcast afloat so that the cowboy and the bouncer can continue to bring you this great content. We're introducing a mentor and all-around great teacher to the cowboy and the bouncer, and he's a bloke from England that has been in internet marketing full-time since 2006 and averages up to $80,000 a month in income from just one of the many marketplaces he operates in. This isn't to impress you guys, this is to show you what's possible. And that's just one marketplace. And we're thinking that if you could be making just 10% of that $80,000 or $8,000 a month, it could literally change your life. Are we right? Would that amount of money make a difference in your life? Well, we think it very well might. So listen, here's the deal. Our mentor has created a webinar that he is allowing us to present to our audience free of charge, which we are very thankful for that you can watch at a convenient time for yourself where he is going to let you in on some of the industry's secrets. Just go to automatedaffiliatesales.com and sign up for the free webinar and you won't miss out on all the knowledge that he will share with you on making money online. The best part is he's giving away a very special gift to those who attend the webinar through our link and we have been asked not to say what it is due to his status and value in the internet marketing community, but 
What we can tell you is this very special gift can help you on your own internet marketing journey. Seriously, this gift is very valuable and many marketers, especially beginners, need this gift to get started on their journey correctly. So head over to automatedaffiliatesales.com. Make sure you don't miss out on this very special webinar from one of our mentors. And we'd like to thank automatedaffiliatesales.com again for their belief and support in the Cowboy and the Bouncer. Now, back to the podcast. Well, looks like the coffee pot is empty and the virtual fire pit is dying down. That means we are coming to an end of this fire pit side chat. But don't you worry, more virtual fires will be had and more coffee will be made. Until then, next time, we sure do appreciate you joining us here on this podcast. And if you found some value, feel free to share some value by giving us some positive love back. Do that by liking and commenting on the podcast. Try visiting our sponsors. Check out our show note links and other suggested websites that we do throughout the podcast. You can even donate to the podcast if you want. Or just share us with others so that you and a friend can join us on the next virtual fireside talk. Where we will continue to talk about making money online, being an entrepreneur, and all the other vast aspects of being a digital producer versus being just a digital consumer. Until we meet again, keep exploring what makes you tick. That's what makes you transform, invest, and commit for your kingdom. Thank you for listening and supporting us. We appreciate each and every one of you. We'll be sure to catch up with you on the next podcast of The Cowboy and the Bouncer.